0: I want to be the best that's why I play the game. But to be the best, you have to win. And that's what Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Clutch Talk Podcast slash YouTube slash we do it all. As always, I am your host, John. Very, very, very happy to be here. My boy Jay, he's over there in the six How you doing, my dog? It's been too long.
1: We back. We back. Hey, Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, Jay, been waiting a while for this. Um, ready to talk about ball? Uh, it's been too long. It's been too long. It's good to see you, man. Let's get it.
0: It's good to see you, my brother, man. It's, it's. I'm happy to be up here on the pod talking to you about uh, all of this NBA drama and news that we got going on, man. And we got a lot in store, in store today, man. But before we get into the video, I want all the fans, man. If you, I want you guys. If you guys are on YouTube, make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you hit that comment button. And most importantly, Jay, what you want them to hit that little
1: subscribe
0: sub 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 yeah, sub. Sub, sub sub yes <laughs> sir man and if you're on apple podcast man make sure you leave, you you rank rank us and and leave us a little review man but jay so and theres no it's no surprise that we were gone for a little bit you know about nearly like two two weeks uh no you know unfortunate very unfortunate situation but our editing computer broke jay so we could not Get none of, none of these podcasts up. That that's why it's so important, man. For all the fans, if you wherever you guys are listening, man, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, wherever, make sure you follow our Instagram because that's where we drop a lot of the you know updates and like stuff that's going on, man. And that's what you know we told the fans on the over there that the computer situation is down, so we could couldn't post. But that's neither here or there, Jay, because we back and. Credit, credit to you, Jay. Come on. Let's, let's, let's give credit where credit is due. Credit to you, Jay. You you said, brother, I have this great idea for a ticket giveaway for when we come back. And Jay, I love the idea, man. So brother, let me, we're huge NBA fans. Let me just ask you, like, how would you feel if you got free tickets to your home team game, to your home team's game? How would you feel, brother?
1: I would ask how, what, when, why, and where. Like, what, what, what do are, I got to that, do? That's a blessing. What do I got to do? Because I mean, I would love to see go see my favorite team, the Warriors, play live for free. Like, what? Just tell me what I got to do. So, what do I got to do? Like, brother, what, what I, are you talking about? Tell me. But I will
0: tell you. I will tell you. This the, here are the rules. So yes, like we are. If you guys haven't caught on yet, we we're doing a ticket giveaway, man. And here's the rules, guys. So to to be able to win, you must be subscribed to the YouTube channel. So, you know, if you if you watching the video on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. you got to follow us on Instagram or Twitter. You got and then after you do that, make sure if you're on YouTube, make sure you at, at, uh, comment your at name on Instagram or Twitter on the, on the bottom of this video. But if you're listening to Apple Podcasts and any other uh, podcast platform, man, don't freak out. We got you too, man. Go ahead and rank our podcast and then leave us a review, man. Leave, leave, us, leave us a review with your Instagram at name, with your Twitter ad name, so we can make sure you're know you following the pod and, and all that. Make sure that you're that you on board. And another thing, man, we got, we got to get this video to at least 50 views, man. At least 50 views. So if you're watching this video and right now it's at 25 views and go. Make sure to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell your mom's friends, tell your mom's cousin, tell your mom's brother, and tell your mom's dad. Right, Jay? Yeah,
1: get those views up. Hey, get, get those, get views, those up. views
0: up. Get those <laughs> views up. And then when the last thing we need, we need 10 likes on this video, man. Make sure you hit that thumbs up right there on YouTube, man. So if we get the 50 views, the 10 likes, you guys are subscribed to the channel. You dropped your your at name on Twitter, or Instagram. Then you guys will, can be choosing to be a winner, man. So if you want those free tickets, make sure you get on board, man. But uh, but if all that's out the way, my brother, are you ready to talk about the NBA? We we, we got I got a little game here, Jay. I got a little game on. I want to play here with you before sure. we just talk about some of the um, some of the games. The little game I want to play is called the Up or Down game. I have uh, some topics here, some questions for you, and I want you and me to give if we're up or we're down on it. Pretty simple.
1: Yep. Let's do it.
0: Let's do it, man. So for all the fans on, y'all can let us know if you guys are up or down, too, in the comments, man. But first topic, Jay, our boy, John Morant. I mean, we see his jersey right here. We see his jersey right here. Our boy John Morant is currently averaging 26 points per game. Jay, are you up or down that John Morant will finish the season averaging 25 or more?
1: I'm up. I'm up. I think he's playing at extremely high level. Uh, He's leading that bunch night to night. Uh, He's doing it all on the floor, and he's playing with an extreme amount of confidence. And I don't think that's going away anytime soon. So no reason for me to think that's going down. And he's shooting the ball a lot better as well. You know, one thing that I wanted to see and I talked about in the offseason was him to improve his shot because he'll be virtually unguardable. And we're starting to see he's knocking those shots down at a higher clip. And I think that's only going to continue to improve. So I'm up on that, up all the way on jaw right now. Man, Jay, I'm right there with
0: you. I'm, I'm up yeah. too, man. And the other day we were watching that Grizzlies game, and we were even talking to each other. Like it feels like everything Josh shoots, he makes everything just going in right now. So with, 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 with that kind of you know work ethic, with, with the, with the kind of play he's bringing, and the kind of intensity he's bringing every night, man. I don't see as to why not. He couldn't do that. And if he does that, man, that's very, very impressive, dog. But. All right. All right. So then uh, uh, let's let's keep it moving, Jay. So, Jay, the other day, uh Tyler hero was quoted saying he says, I'm on the same level as Luca, Trey and Ja. Are you
1: up or are you down on that, Jay? Talk to me. I think, yeah, pers- that quote was taken a little bit out of context. Uh, he was saying that, you know, he's when you read go back and read the article, he was saying that. He believes he's in that conversation of being like on not on that level as a player, but just in the in that he should be in that conversation. And I I absolutely believe that. I mean, they, they, he hasn't been in the opportunities and the positions that they have. Obviously, Luca and Trey are in lead roles. And who's the other guy he mentioned? Was it just he those says, two? Luca, Trey and Ja. Luca, Trey and Ja. Uh, yeah, all sorry, all three of them are all in lead roles, whereas, you know, Tyler Hero on the Heat, he's behind, you could say he's probably fourth in line behind Lowry, behind Bam and uh, Jimmy Buckets, of course. So he's behind all three of those guys and he's not in that position, but I mean, he's really taking his game to the next level. Uh, th- this is the year that we had kind of expected after that bubble uh, breakout and he's kind of proving that he can be that reliable scorer. Um, and I think he's just going to only continue to improve now that he's got kind of that distractions out of the way, and he's now in his third year. He's matured more, uh, got to li- li- to see what teams are throwing at him. He's expecting that physicality uh, from the other team. Teams are game planning. He's been able to adjust his game and uh, and move accordingly. So I think he's in that conversation. Obviously, they're more proven, but I think he has a right to truly believe in himself and feel confident so i'm not mad at that comment or statement whether or not it's true uh probably not yet just in terms of credentials and what he's done but he's definitely on his way working uh with that given his role but how you feel about that i mean it's it's that was a long-winded answer but what i mean absolutely
0: no absolutely bro that was a perfect answer and that's and I'm, i'm i'm right there with you man like he he has you know he's gotten a lot better. He looked he looks just a lot more comfortable out there, man. He's also he's also bu- uh, bulked up this off season, which is great. But you know I'm I'm right there with you with like I love the confidence and you know if you're if other people are gonna believe in you, you got to believe in yourself. But before anybody, man. And so I'm I'm right there. I'm loving the confidence, man. But Luca, the Trey, and Ja, I think that's a little company. That's a leak company. A that's com- a leak company. Yeah. And 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 this is no bashing on, on on Tyler Hero at all. But I mean you know it, it's step by step you know what i'm saying there's levels to this that, that's some elite company man uh so i i definitely uh i i definitely don't know if i'm ready to say i'm i'm too up on on that title hero statement man but okay so um so jay let's so uh, let's just keep it moving let's keep it pushing man so uh our next uh little little topic here we got here is when zion williamson returns is he, is he enough to make this Pelicans a play-in team? Because right now, Jay, they are struggling. Just got their second win last night over the Grizzlies. Talk to me about are you up or are you down on Zion Williamson's return making the Pelicans a play-in team?
1: I'm down right now just on the Pelicans. Uh, I, it's clear I, I had my doubts about them before the season. I didn't even have them in the playing game, and Because I number one, what we always talked about, what's the health of Zion? Uh, we don't even know what he's going to look like when he comes back. What kind of shape is he going to come back in? Uh, right now, what, what we've seen is he doesn't look like he's in shape, ready to play basketball. Even if he comes back ready to play, uh, there's going to be that bit of a, of a, of a curve. He's going to have to work his way into the, to the rhythm of things, rhythm of the game. And at that point, they're going to be so far out, and they're going to have to fight and claw their, their way back into contention of being in the playing game. Uh, I, I don't see it happening. And, and they're one of the worst teams in the West right now. Actually, they are the worst team in the West. And I don't see that changing anytime soon. But I, like, if you have anything other than that, I don't really know.
0: Absolutely, Jay. I mean, I, I, unfortunately, and I said this in the offseason, man. I'm really, ex- I was really excited to see the Pelicans because they have a better roster than what they produce almost every single year for the past, you know, two, uh, t- two to three years. So I was really excited to see what, what they were going to produce, man. And they got off to this horrendous 12 and two, st- uh, uh, two and 12 star, man. And Jay, like how you said, man, like, we don't know the the health of Zion. We don't know his. We don't even know his timeline, right? We don't even know his timeline. And what's most concerning to me is, you know, J.J. You know, legend, you know, he recently retired, recently retired this, this, this year, but just last year he was on, he was on that Pelicans team. And JJ was quoted on the record saying that Zion needs to lose weight. JJ knows a lot more than the average Joe because he was in a locker room. He was around it all the time. And for JJ to say that, man, that, that just holds a lot of, a lot of value. And then also, you know, another reason why I have to be down on Zion not being able to make him a playing team is because right now, man, the Pelicans are ranked 30th in defense. They're the worst ranked defense in the entire league and they're the 26th ranked offense. Yes, Zion will bring offense, you know, because some people can't some people can't really keep up with all that bigness and fastness all all, all all at once man but the defense i don't see zion williamson as a great defender that's just gonna take them to, for, to be you know from 30 to like a top 15 or even to a top 20 defense man so and as we know jay you know if you can't get stops it's, it, this is going to be a hard league and i i just i just really don't see zion himself being able to be able to take him to that playing team but it's unfortunate very very unfortunate man because they, they, they got two great talents in bi zion and got some other great players over there man but all right so then jay if you got nothing to add to that we'll keep it pushing jay and go to the next topic and this one i'm excited to get are you up or down on this one (laughs) my brother jay are you up or down on this the 76ers are better without ben simmons
1: uh we're gonna get into a reason why i think they're a little better but I, I, it's hard for me to say they're a better team without them, just knowing the the dynamics and what he brings to the table and bringing that next level of, of playmaker as a one. Uh, I think right now they're really lacking um, a true point guard. I think Tyrese Max, he's more of a, a two kind of combo guard rather than a facilitating playmaker. Uh, and there's been times especially looking back to that, uh, to the Milwaukee game, where that was something that they were lacking. I'm um, having a true scoring one, especially I see more of the deficiencies now that Joel and beads out and, and they're lacking their number one option and seeing without a true point guard who can get other guys in those, you know, secondary scores and positions to score. They're really lacking that right now. And Ben Simmons would be that guy to put them in positions to score without them. So no, I'm not, I'm not, saying that the sixers are a better team uh without ben Simmons because it, it's not true i i think ben Simmons is a lead player when he's confident in playing at the level he needs to play at um so so no nah, i'm not i'm not <laughs> i'm down on that statement yeah
0: okay okay well well jay i mean uh, i've as you know you know i'm not the biggest ben Simmons fan so i i actually i actually would be up on that statement man i actually think that the 76ers are a better uh, team uh, are a better team without without Ben Simmons. And this is the only reason why I say, it, Jay, this is, this is I get it. Ben Simmons is a great defender, uh, a gray. Uh, he really can, 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 guard one through five out there. Uh, but the problem is with the team that you have and the team that they have built with, with Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid needs shooters around him. And we've seen that this year, right? We've seen that the offense has been so much more easier flowing, flowing so much better. Uh, uh It's opened up. The, it's opened up the floor for Seth uh, opened up the floor for, for players like Tyrese Maxey, uh, court and even, 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 even George Niangs you know, George Niang kind of had this little emergence of, of, as, as a player, but really, I really just want to sit here and focus on Seth and Tyrese, man. Like I feel like Ben Simmons, not being there, just opened up the floor so much for them. And they've now last season, they were, they were the, uh, they were ranked 11th for, uh, for, for, three three-point shooting percentage now they're a top three team in the league for a t- for a three-point uh shooting percentage man so i think i think i think that that's a huge jump and that's also a huge jump that they're gonna that it was kind of inevitable man you tell you take a terrible shooters like ben like ben simmons out of there the offense just flows so much better and one thing i've been stuck saying i've been stuck saying really since ben simmons has gotten drafted since this whole ben simmons and joel and beefs thing is gonna work out they thought is gonna work out it in my opinion you cannot put a non shooter with a joel embiid because every time you run his pick and roll you got to just simply double joel embiid and that kind of ends that kind of ends everything man it kind of ends everything everything that 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 that, that the sixers hadn't had going man but i really i'm really liking this seth uh this seth and ben simmons pick and roll because you don't want to go under that you can't go under that you got to fight over that and if you fight over that what you what, what are you going to get as a ball handler, defender on your hip you're gonna, you're, you're be able to get, close them off, or be able to throw the lob to Joel or just look for Joel, man. And I just think that those options are really not there with 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 Ben Simmons. But that being said, I do want to add that the Sixers did also go from the second ranked defense to the 19th ranked defense. So that also is that also is a jump in the other direction, man. So okay, all right, Jay.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, that, my pushback on that, Jay, is, I mean, they were the number, they were the first seed in in the East last year, right? correct? Yeah. And I think that there's just defensively uh, you can score all the points you want. Uh, It comes down to making stops and, and Ben Simmons can, is the one of the best perimeter uh, defenders in the league. He can guard all five positions. And I think that, you know, losing that lack of depth, um, especially at the one, because if you look at the rest of the roster, you got, you know, you got Seth at the two shooter, you got um, Danny green at the three, you got Tobias Harris who can shoot as well and play make. And then you got Joel Abid who can step out. And I think like a lot of people don't like, obviously I picked the Hawks, to, you know, get past the Sixers as, you know, in my famous, Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll give myself cheers for that. But, but no, the thing is about the Sixers, I think they're Ben Simmons, you know, he, he converts that layup that he uh, dished off to Matisse Um, or, made free throws away from being in the Eastern conference finals. And I think they would have honestly given a better push and a give a better test to the bucks. And I could honestly, seeing them potentially beating uh, beating the bucks and being in the NBA finals, if they just Ben Simmons could make more free throws, uh, that's obviously, that's a big if, and what if, um, but I think they were a better matchup for the bucks and they would have given a better test than the, than the young Hawks. So that's just how I, my pushback on that and saying why he's more valuable, but yeah, not enough to get into that though. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Jay. Okay. So, so let's, let's get into this last little, uh, up or down topic here. And this one is one that we talk about a lot off camera is the duo of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, not going to work. Are you up or down?
1: Uh, right now I'm, I'm down on that. Um, I think that Sorry. I don't, I don't think it's going to work. Yeah, I, I, said it, I, said, I said it. I said, I said it weirdly. Sorry. sorry yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I, think, <laughs> I think, yeah. I'm da- um, I don't think that's going to work just simply because I think that the, the Celtics need Jason Tatum to be the alpha, the true score, the number one um, to take the take lead guy. But I think Jalen Brown has a lot of those tendencies where he can sometimes step into that role, but for the Celtics, specifically be successful and the type of player that Jason Tatum can and should be uh, at working at his full optimum um, you know his highest level player that he can be he's what the Celtics need in order to be their number one guy and with that pushback that that give and take between the two I don't think it's going to work in the future if they want to be successful and get out of the first or second round um, and be what they truly want to be is, is a championship team. And Jason Tatum is going to be their number one option, in my opinion, uh, if they want to be successful. So one of them's got to go. We've seen they've been successful with Jason Tatum as their one. We saw them knock off most recently uh, the Bucs. Obviously, they lost to the Cavs last night. But I think they're a team who, with Jason Tatum being their number one option, are a better team than Jalen Brown. At the number one option, but I know that's a hot take. How are you feeling about it, Jay?
0: I mean, honestly, Jay, I, from the conversations that that, that we've had over the, over the phone, I was confident you were going to say Jalen Brown. I I really was confident that you were going to go towards uh to, 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 towards the towards just just Jalen Brown. But just real quick before I even give my, my my take on this, I you 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 said that you don't think it's going to work. Follow up. Who so you trade Jalen Brown, and who are you looking to get a player? Who who are you looking to get back? Because that's a high caliber player on a great contract too.
1: Ben Simmons. Just so off the top of your head. Ooh. Ben Simmons. That's who I, if I'm the Celtics, I want Ben Simmons. Yeah. But I think, but, he, I think he fits perfectly with what they want to do, what they need. Um, I think he's a plug and play, perfect fit. And then you go back to the Sixers side, it's a plug and play for them. He's absolutely. The, he's a the player they need. Um, that that second playmaker. Uh he's gonna make shots, he's gonna like he it's it's just a win win for both situations um, and what they need right now
0: absolutely so look so jay i i, I was i even have this right here on my notes i have a little parenthesis the ben and Jalen brown trade and it works out it really it really does but as as like if I'm in the Celtics, you know, upper management, I'm thinking like ah, I feel like I could just get so much more for Jalen Brown. And do do you do you feel that? Because I feel like you could package Jalen Brown for a lot more. You know, Ben Simmons' value is shot right now, and I understand Daryl Mori's not gone for it. more. Mori understands his true value. But as a Celtics, if I uh, uh, if I'm over there in in the Celtics upper management, man, I'm thinking to myself like I need to try to get more. I need to try to get more than just, just, just a Ben Simmons because, yes, he's great for what the Celtics need right now. But we know when playoff, when playoff comes, when that game gets shorter and that game gets half court, he tends to have a little bit less of a role.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And if, I, if I'm the Celtics, uh, I want Ben Simmons and I want Tyrese Maxey if I'm Ooh. them. I'm asking for the both of them. Uh, but if I'm the Sixers and and they're asking for Tyrese and, and Ben Simmons, I'm a little more hesitant to give up Tyrese because of what he's doing. And we'll get into that, too, uh, more. At least I will. But I think that uh, I think that that's a little too much. But I think the Celtics definitely need Tyrese and Ben if they're going to if they're going to do that deal. Wow.
0: Okay. Okay. I like. Yeah. That how, what do you think? Right. What do you
1: think about that, though? I
0: know. I. I. I definitely. I, that. That makes. That makes me as a Celtics feel a lot more. Uh. A lot more comfortable with giving away Jalen Brown because I just was not ready for. I you know apples for apples. Ben Simmons and 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 Jalen Brown because I feel like mm-hmm. Jalen Brown. He's not a terrible defender. He's he's not nearly as good a defender as as Ben, as ben Simmons, but he's not a terrible defender. And in my opinion, he's a. Ten times better offensive player than uh than, than Ben Simmons, man. So I just I would feel feel a little bit hurt doing that, just straight up. But for Tyrese Maxey, I'm definitely now nah, I'm I'm my my ears are open. I'm listening a lot more, man. I'm listening a lot more. All right, Jay. So, so that 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 could close out right there our little uh, up or down game. Just wanted to get a little a little icebreaker in before we started. But Jay, just real quick before we before we move away from this uh, this Ben Simmons uh, talk and Ben Simmons trade, you know, I, I feel like we wouldn't be a real NBA podcast if we didn't talk about some some trade options, uh, some other trade options here that we think. And one that I've been thinking about, Jay, is Ben Simmons for C.J. McCollum. And now I know it sounds crazy at first but let let me let, let's talk through it man because i think in my opinion it works out for everyone cj and dame is clearly not working and he, keeping cj and dame you, you'll continue to make the playoffs you'll continue to be middle of the pack so you'll continue to not get any good draft picks but you won't go further than you know the second round in, in my opinion so that's cl- that's clearly not working the blazers also need desperate help on defense they're ranked the 29th defense in the league the only of the team that has worst defense is the Pelicans. so that not. that it Do doesn't, say, doesn't say too much. And the 76ers would absolutely love a player like C.J. McCullough, man. Run, I mean, any team, but I mean, run, especially with, you know, p- pairing him up with Joel Embiid. And I know a lot of people don't like Andre Drummond, man, but I've been catching some Sixers game, and that boy's been feasting out there the last five games that, that Joel Embiid's been out, man. So if you have a player like C.J. out there to run those high pick-and-rolls with Joel and just run just pick-and-rolls with Andre Drummond, I think that that o- not only opens up your offense – even more than it's already open right now, but it also it, it, it also works out in the Blazers' sense, man, because the Blazers get a versatile defender like Ben Simmons who can like how he's been saying through the spot, you know, guard one through five. But how how are you feeling about that, Ben for uh, for CJ? Uh,
1: I think it's it's a okay deal for both parties. I think for on the Sixers' side of things, you bring in a player, a versatile scorer like CJ. McCullum, you know three level score can get to the rim elite mid-range game one of the best in the league and then he can hit the three as well Uh, but then defensively you know that's where it's going to be lacking like you mentioned Uh, but then you're adding just another another score to the Tobias Harris and then it's what really ultimately if you're going to believe in Tyrese Maxey as that you know second or that true point guard, and he's going to have to adjust his game to being more of a facilitator where we've seen him be aggressive as a scorer at times, uh, looking for his shot, getting down the lane, uh, getting down uh, downhill, scoring, uh, dishing, creating, but he's got to be, do a lot more of the facilitating, and if he can make that adjustment in his second year, it's going to be key. And then flipping it to the, to the trailblazer side of things, I think that it could be a great deal uh, for them. In terms of we, you know, like you said, the CJ and Dame situation isn't working out. Dame ain't working out right now. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. But uh, but but he ain't playing at the best level. But I know that's going to change, uh, and we'll get into that later as well. Uh, but I think that, you know, in terms of Ben Simmons, he's going to be, you know, demanding the ball, and I think he's going to be playing the one for them. But I think the only raid that will work out is if Dame you know, chooses to play off ball more. He's going to be playing with the ball less in his hands. But I think that, to be honest, is when Dame's at his best. You know, we've seen the Stephs of the world who are the best, who have that versatility to be on ball, but then get their shots off ball, Um, you know, moving without the ball, cutting, getting wide open shots, not that nonstop movement where it makes it virtually impossible to guard. If you're that kind of scorer, that Dame is that caliber of scorer maybe not on the same level. We won't get into that, but I think that he can be very, very effective. Um, and game, it's hard to game plan against if you're able to load up as a defense and you know, a guy has the ball, it's easy as a defense to game plan around that. You know, you throw doubles at him, get the ball out of his hands, but if Dame chooses and is willing to play off ball and you bring in uh, Ben Simmons, the type of playmaker he is, I think it'll be great for the Blazers. Blazers.
0: Okay. Okay. I, I just, I wanted to see how, if you were on board with that one, brother, but all right. And then just quick last little trade in the Ben Simmons little thing I, I had in my mind. I've just been pushing Ben Simmons to go to the wolves for so long. Cause I think he'd be a great four over there. He doesn't need to be the one. They have a one. Uh, but how would you feel uh, about sending Ben Simmons to the wolves and bringing over D'Angelo Russell and Malik Beasley to the be 76ers? I, I think
1: that, I think that you know Delo's playing at a high level right now, <laughs> as you saw the other night, <laughs> as you saw the other night, John. But um, but maybe that's just a revenge game. I don't know. But I think I wanna I wanna give the uh, Timberwolves a little more time. And I think okay. that if you if you ask me in January, and you know, things are early. We're only about 12, 13 games, whatever, 14 games for some teams are in. Uh, if we look maybe even 10, 10 games or 15 games, you know, 30 games and, and the Blazers, it's not working out there. Um, and, And, you know, teams are getting a little more interested in Ben Simmons, potentially coming over to their club. Then, then you look at it more if you're the Timberwolves, but I think that give those guys a little more time, you know, 15, 20 more games to work it out and try to, to, to see if they can win some more games there. And then if at that point, then I think that's a good deal for them. But right now, I want that young core just to work on things and see what they can do there in, in Minnesota.
0: Okay, absolutely, absolutely. I, I can't even be mad at that, brother. So, all right. So let let's, let's keep it pushing, brother. And let's talk about some games, man. You 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 want to you want to kick it off for us, brother? You want to talk about any of these games that you want to highlight for these you know past couple of days, past week? you know whatever. Just talk about it. What you saw? Yeah. You
1: like. I mean, uh, let, let's uh, let's talk about the first game. Obviously, you know, Friday night the game that that everyone has been talking highlighting and and that was you know the Chicago Bulls and the Golden State Warriors who are the best team uh in the NBA right now record wise um and and that that was obviously I w- would love to see the Bulls you know at full strength with Vucevic obviously he was out to covid but i mean it it, it just shows you know night in night out uh the Warriors just their versatility um you- you know, being able to, to move the ball um, on all these defenses and create mismatches um, is is really something that's that I've been highlighting. And I wanted to see it against it, um, a higher caliber team such as the Bulls. Um, but but it's hard to say because the Bulls really lack a rim protector. And then from the Bulls point of view, I wanted to see, you know, what Zach Levine and, and DeMar DeRozan can do as their duo. Uh, but. I think that they're very limited outside those two. And that was very evident um, what the Warriors did defensively against them. You know, they were throwing that, uh, you know, Steve Kerr, who's been, you know, very, very extraordinary this this uh, season, in my opinion, in the first 12 games of the season with his game plans and the way he's operating, taking a little bit out of Nick Nurse's Book in that game, throwing a box and one at Zach Levine, um, forcing other guys to beat them. I think that was a great game plan to implement them. um, Constantly giving the Bulls different looks uh, on defense, which caused a lot of turmoil. Because, you know, you look at Lonzo Ball when he's on the perimeter. He's more of a catch and shoot spot up shooter. Um, When uh, one thing I noticed in his game when he has the ball is that when he's on the perimeter and he's dribbling and he's creating. Uh, It's more to get bait guys into contesting a shot um, and then looking to pass it and get guys open that way rather than, you know, getting into his dribble moves and then pulling up. He's more of a spot up shooter. So he's not a creator. And then you look at DeMar DeRozan. We know his strong suit has never been shooting threes. So he relies on getting to the rim and shooting, uh, shooting his mid range game, which can be stopped. Or limited um, against the defense or the level, I should say, as a Warriors. So that's one game. Um, and then I got another game too, which was the, the Cavs and the Celtics. Uh that was a great game. I, I think they a lot of team, a lot of people, including myself, are sleeping on the Cavs. You know, I had them as my worst team in our Eastern Conference predictions with Lance. I had them as my worst team. And I'm I'm really regretting that now, Jay. I think they're playing at a really high level. We've seen the emergence or just Evan Mobley just popping onto the scene, looking like he's ready to play, looking like a young AD out there. I don't even know, maybe too early for that, but um, nah, he's looking like he's really a promise, looking like a great pick for them. We've seen Darius Garland um, proving it night in night out that he's you know one of the emerging point guards, and I love the addition of Ricky Rubio as well. You know he's playing at a high level playing that mentorship role. And then they got all those pieces clicking, um, especially without young bull right now and Laurie marketing and throwing into the mix. I think the Cavs have got some quality wins uh, so far, but those are just two games, man. I know I went on for a while though. What you got, Jay, the, there was a lot of great games. This absolutely.
0: Week. Absolutely. Brother. And just to, 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 to touch on uh, those two the two of those games that you talked about real quick, man. I mean, that, that Warriors and Bulls game. That wow, that was such a great game, such a high, highly anticipated game. And just how like you said, Jay, like what really impressed me was the team defense. You know, the Warriors. Uh, it's not really a, a one-on-one show out there as far as defense, man. They play a lot of t- a lot of team basketball, get a lot of easy, easy, easy steals, man, and get off on the on the break and get a lot of like easy, easy dunks, man, easy, easy layups on the other way. You know, GP the second. Man, he's out there trying to trying to yeah. make, make a make a make petition yeah. petition yeah. to be the dunk man. contest man. So so yeah, I definitely like, I definitely like just like the the Warriors team defense. And then as far as the Bulls, man, I also do want to touch on. Uh, like all you say, you know, Demar not really stepping up, man. Demar, uh, especially when and Zach, if Zach Levine's not gonna have the greatest game, and it, it's it, it's it's evident. I mean, you're gonna get a box and one on you, man. It's gonna be kind of hard for you to get off as a score. So that's where players like Demar, you know, they have to step up. But Demar, unfortunately, you know, had 18 8, 18 points and shot 30 percent from the field, horrendous. Lonzo Ball, even even a worst game, shot 18 percent from the field, have had five points, and 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 that's just a problem, man, because those 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 are the two guys that if vuce isn't there those are the two guys that the bulls are going to be leaning on if zach levine is getting boxed in one man so that that's that's something that we need to see more of of the bulls because come playoffs if teams are seeing this they're easily going to box in one zach and kind of make these other players beat him man so i definitely uh, Would want to see more from Demar and in uh, Lonzo, uh, and then and then as far as as far as that Celtics and, and Cavs game, only only player I want to touch on is my boy Evan Mobley. I'll get it. I'll, we'll get into him a little bit later in in the pod. We talk about some some of the rookies, but man, my boy Evan Mobley is out there. And Jay, I mean. Maybe I'm maybe I'm just trying to pull. I'm too trigger happy, but yes, a young AD, yes, a young AD. He's out there just touching every part of the game, affecting every part of the game, and it's honestly extremely, extremely impressive, man. And I'm just I'm seeing spurts in him and they, him, him, you know, get a block, uh, get a block, uh, take it, take it up court, lead the break, and you know, pass it off, and get thrown a lob back to man. That's just that's just very extremely impressive, and to see it from a young guy, you know, for him to have that thing at such a young age that's impressive what's up
1: jay yeah but like even a young ad but dare i say a young kd he's doing he's doing some things that i saw a young kd or even kd now like that uh rip through baseline and just dunking it that's so clean especially you know you look at it body type um he's more similar to you know kd maybe a little more bulkier obviously uh, a little more weight on him than when he came into the league than an ad who was You know, similar slight frame, but I think actually kind of like all three similar frame, Uh, KD obviously being the slimmest one of them when they came in the league. But yeah, no, just had a thought. I'd say that.
0: Okay, all right, for sure. All right. Well then, brother, uh, you know, I just want to highlight two games uh on Saturday, on Saturday night. Uh we saw the, the Pacers beat the 76ers, man. They won one they won 118 113. And before we before we talk about the Pacers, you know, the Pacers definitely had had, had a good game. I just want to touch on Your guy, your fantasy guy, Jay, the guy in your fantasy, Tobias Harris, man, he -hmm. came out there and had one hell of a game, man, at 32 points, 11 rebounds shot, 45% from the field and 75% from three, man, which is just extremely impressive, man, he was just out there. Just scoring and getting it in 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 any way, but unfortunately they, they, they couldn't get the job done. They they couldn't stand the Pacers, man. The mighty Pacers. That uh you know Sabonis, my guy, had a eighteen and twelve, uh, shot seventy two percent from the field, which is which is great. I think I think my, uh, Miles Turner also had a, had a great game with with twenty points. But I want to talk about Karras LeVert, man. Unfortunately, Jay. I mean, I don't know if it's too early to say this and I, you know, I, I, I feel for him. I definitely feel for him, but this doesn't look like the Karis LeVert that we saw in Brooklyn. This doesn't look like the Karis LeVert that we saw in the, in that, you know, in that bubble, just really hoping out of his mind, man, like this just isn't that same Karis LeVert. He doesn't look like he can move the same way. You know, he was, he was, a he was a herky jerky type player. He's not moving herky jerky like that, you know, and I, I'll even be honest, Jay, like I, I feel like, me and you were NBA freaks. We're we're like, we're watching everything. So every time somebody gets on the court, we're like, Oh yeah, that's him. That's him. That's him. That's him. I'm sitting there on the court. I'm like, who is that? <laughs> who?" Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I couldn't even realize it was Karis LeVert, man. Until, you know, the camera came closer because he just wasn't nearly playing like himself, man. So um, unfortunately I just think that Karis might've lost a step, man, but maybe, maybe a little bit too early to play uh to say and then uh second game i want to get into is that is that pelicans uh grizzlies game you know that game we were talking about earlier very happy for the pelicans you know they they, they got their second win on on bi's return uh brandon ingram had 19 points on his return but that's not even what i want to highlight man what i want to highlight is that the fact that the pelicans have five different players score 15 or more man you know that 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 just shows team basketball that shows that that they're moving the ball around and one of, the, one of those guys wasn't even a starter, man. So, you know, I, I just definitely want to – hats off to, to, to the Pelicans, man. I, I want to see them do great things, man. I want to see them do great things with B.I. coming back and, and Nikhil Alexander-Walker. I, I definitely think they have a lot in, in potential, man, but it's the, the difference between put, uh, theory and putting it to practice, man. So, all right, you got anything you want to
1: say about those games, Jay? No, I mean, I think that uh, just adding to your point about Karis. I think just anytime you have a lower back problems, lower back issues, obviously that's going to hinder your mobility and make it uh, tough. I I don't think we've seen the last of him. Um, It's just going to be an adjustment, getting back to the way he plays, um, having that time off and, and recovering from just a back injury in general, if he's able to, you know, get back to his full health or you know you're never really fully healthy but to a, a ability where that's not his back's not bothering him I think we can see the level of uh Karis Levert that we've seen before because the flashes are there um obviously he's been struggling but I I just wanted to talk about that a little bit more just with a back injury you're not going to be the same
0: yeah back injuries are tough man you got we got to pray for him pray for MPJ pray for all these players with back injuries man but all right, so so Jay, so then uh, you know as we move move forward from the games, let's let's get into some some topics here, some questions here that uh, that I I want I want to go over with you, Jay. Which team so far in the NBA has surprised you the most? You want you want to kick this one off, or you want me to start this one?
1: Yeah, for sure. No, I can, I can talk about that. So, in terms of team that surprised me the most uh, it has to be the second best team. Uh, in the NBA right now, or in terms of record-wise, and that's the Washington Wizards. Uh, and I think that's a lot to do with, number one, the pieces they picked up. Shout out the Lakers in their case. Um, <laughs> just, just doing it by committee. I mean, you look down their, their their line, and you talked about guys you know, scoring. John, you mentioned guys scoring over 15 points for the Pelicans. In their case, they have got four guys who are averaging double-digit points, led by Bradley Beal, who has taken a hit in scoring. But that's just because you look down the line at Montrezl Harrell, Spencer Dinwiddie, Kyle Kuzma, you know, Montrez averaging 18 a game, Dinwiddie averaging 16, Kyle Kuzma averaging 15. And then Tavius caldwell Pope right, right around there at nine points a game. And then Raul Neto at 8.5 or nine nine points a game. And you look at that's really hard to beat if you know, that you can rely on multiple guys to score um, night to night. I think that's hard to beat, and it's really hard to game plan against as well because when you have all those options, led by Bradley Beal, who's one of the most versatile scorers a game, and then you look at what they do um, ranking wise, uh, they're one of the best rebounding teams at three uh, three rebounds a game, which tells me defensively uh, they're getting stops. And they're finishing the possession by getting a rebound, not not allowing those second chance opportunities. Uh, and I look at them, the addition of Montrez Harrell, especially Kyle Kuzma playing at a high level, um, as well as, you know, Contavious Caldwell Pope. And then you add in Spencer Dinway, the mix, who's supposed to be that second option. I mean, I think that obviously we're 12, they're 12 games into their season, but I think they're going to be right around there. Um, especially right now, with a lot of teams moving around in the East, I think they're going to be a top six seed. Uh, I don't know; I don't see them staying at one, um, but I think I'm very surprised. Uh, that was your question: What team I'm surprised? I didn't think 12 games into the season that the Wizards would be sitting at one, John. But who, who you got? Who you got? Ab- absolutely, <laughs> and, and I agree with
0: you so much that I also have the Wizards. Man, I had did not have the Wizards sitting at, at number one place in the in the East. Twelve games into in, into the season, man, and what, what I what I want to highlight is just uh you know they're they're five and one home record, man. You know they always say you know teams that can play well at home, protect home, are are going to be able to go and play well on the road, man. So I, I definitely I definitely want to highlight that, and and you know they they've also beaten teams that. Are expected to be better than them. you know. They've beaten the Nets so far. They've beaten the Bucks. They've beaten the Hawks. They've beaten the Celtics. They've beaten the Grizzlies. So it's not like they've had you know a, a relatively easily e- easy yeah. schedule. So you know they, they they they've been really they've been really out there doing it. Although you know I, I Cal is off to great start. I've been avid. I mean, I watch I watch all games, you know, but, I mean, it, 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 it ain't no secret. I'm a, I'm a Lakers fan. So I watch all these games, and I've watched Kyle Kuzin throughout the years, and I just – I can't confidently say that Kyle Kuzin is going to be able to keep up this play. And, 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 you know, it's no knock against him. He's playing absolutely great out of his mind, but he just has – unless he's you know changes so much as a player from one season to, to to the next he just has this gene of inconsistency man so I definitely am, am am loving loving the Wizards play play but I mean I have to be real did not expect them to be sitting at the top of the east man 12 games to the season so that that's my different uh number one surprise team and um Jay let's move to disappointing but I, let me take the lead on this one Jay I, I, I got a soliloquy for this one Jay can I, can I take the lead on this one brother
1: Take the lead, man. Take
0: the lead, Take a look, brother. Oh, my goodness. Which team has been most disappointing to you so far? Let me take the lead, man. I got to go with the Lakers, man. Look, man, I knew at the beginning of the season it would be rough. I knew it would be rough. But I at least – as a fan, as an NBA lover, I at least expected effort every single night, whether it's whether it's rough, whether continuity is there, whether the chemistry is there or not. I at least expected effort every single night. And I'm, right now, it does not look that way. It does not look like they're giving the same 100% effort every single night, right? Because if you watch a Lakers game, Lakers will go for five to ten minutes, absolutely locked down on defense, not missing any rotations, help side doing this, doing that. And then the next five to ten minutes, they'll go missing every rotation, not, not not helping. Let again nothing against nothing against players like Kyle Lowry. but Kyle Lowry should not be taking a one step between the legs and blown right by you left. Like that just shouldn't be happening. If it is, you need to have your help defense in there, your help defense anchoring the paint. And that's just and 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 that doesn't happen, man. It, you know, there's times where they, they're the uh, the defense is helping, you know. AD is coming off off the help side and anchoring that paint. But there's other times where they're watching each other and blaming each other after the ball goes in the basket, man. And what what that says to me when you do it on and for five minutes, and you don't do it for five minutes, what that says to me is you know what to do, you know how to do it, but you're not putting in the effort to do it. And that right there, and that that's a problem. That's right there. That's a problem because also Jay, you know, as basketball players, we know defense is what defense is just grit and effort, but I mean, you could do, you, you can go in the gym and do uh 10 hundred million defensive slides all day. You not going, you know, you, you might as well go get 110 million hundred 100 shots a day because you're going to get your shot better. Defense is grit. Defense is effort. Defense is who won it. And it doesn't look like they wanted every single possession out there, man. So I, I just, I, I definitely am I'm just, just disappointed in the defense. Um, the offense, I'm really not worried. I know that, I, I know that they have so many just, But like bucket getters on that team and also, you know, famous, famous line and said in basketball all the time. Once the defense gets set, once the defense gets in line, it'll create easy offense. It'll create easy buckets, man. So definitely, I just am disappointed in the in, in the effort coming uh coming from the Lakers. Um, but as an asterisk, I still want to add, I still think that that they're my my uh, my championship favorites. Not not because of that's my team, I, just because I think that as a playoff team, they are built. They are built to be a playoff team. I think it'll be hard to beat them in a seven game series. Um, but then again, you know that's just that, that that's just my opinion. But Jay. Talk to me about who has been the most disappointing team in your eyes. Uh,
1: I think that's a really good choice. I think the Lakers are really hard to beat. They've definitely been disappointed. So, you know, 7-6 record as a team that I saw as the third seed, they've been extremely disappointed. Uh, And I think they have a lot of issues and question marks to, you know, like you said that you pointed out, to be answered. But the reason I'm not really worried is the absence of, of LeBron James has been evident. Uh, He hasn't been out there for the last, you know, couple weeks. And I think adding him back to the mix, you know, getting a guy like THG back who, when we're recording this 11 uh, November 14th, um, Sunday, November 14th, he's going to be starting in about 30 minutes here uh, for the Lakers against the Spurs along with Carmelo Anthony. And I think that's going to be a huge boost to them, um, especially when they get LeBron back. So I'm not really worried. I want to see, uh, at least give them, you know, 15, 30 games to to see where I'm really disappointed and and worried. But I think they're still going to be, you know, I'd say a top six seed right now, Um, but they can definitely recover from this. and, And uh, definitely disappointed, but I'm not worried. But the team I got is, uh, is the Atlanta Hawks off to a four and ninth start after being uh, a team that I thought was going to be definitely a top four seed in the Eastern Conference and, and just the level they're playing at. Uh, they have coming off six straight ga- lost games, second worst defense, only behind those mighty Pelicans men without Zion to anchor their defense. I think the Hawks, you know, and one of the things that their players had spoken about, John, and it was that you know after playing at such a high level against in the Eastern Conference, even uh, Eastern Conference Finals, and tasting that high level, high pressure situations of basketball, one thing that you know Trey Trey Young mentioned was coming back from that and having to play, get up to play against the Charlotte Hornets or the Detroit Pistons. Uh, It isn't the same because it's not the same basketball in a game in November or October. Uh, It's just a high level and it's hard to motivate yourself. But I think the Hawks really got to figure it out soon because they're a team that everyone expected to be a lot higher. Definitely, you know, a top four to five seed in the East. Um, and, And it's been a disappointing start. You know, they battle with injuries as well Um, but I think they need to really pick it up Nate McMillan's got to get those guys motivated and ready to play on a night-to-night basis Um, and Trey's got to do a better job of leading those guys and getting them uh, ready you know it's adjustment in period for him as well because he's used to getting those shots at the line where maybe he's not getting them so but that's been my team my most disappointed team John is the Atlanta Hawks they got to pick it up and, and start playing better basketball here.
0: Okay, okay, that that that's that's another 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 great option, man. But let's keep it moving, Jay. And our, my next question to you is: Which team is just just right? You know, just just right where you know I I, pred- I predicted you to be here. Uh, which which team is that for you, brother?
1: That's that Denver Nuggets sitting at the third seed for me, eight and four. Um, I'm expecting them to be uh, right there. That's where um, exactly where I had sorry, I had him being at the fifth seed, but I think three seed right now uh, in that jumble of teams right there um at the middle, the high, you know, first tier of the West is right where I had him, just led by Jokic. You know, we saw him what he did um I, I against Mar- Marquise Morris and I and I, uh and sorry the Morris twin Morris twin um you know getting suspended. And then you, you look at, you know, what I l- like to see from a player um, or, you know, what any great player does um, after a time of adversity or or how they respond to that. That's how you can judge like a player's character, a person's character after a time of adversity. And what does Jokers do? You know, your are a guy on your fantasy team. How does he come back and respond in his first game back? He puts up 22 points, 19 boards, 10 assists. He ties Larry Bird for eighth all-time and triple-doubles, man. That's what he does. That's what the Joker does. After a time of adversity getting suspended, comes back leading his team without Jamal Murray, without Michael Porter Jr. to an 8 and 3 record, and I got the that's why I got the Nuggets right where they need to be led by Joker and Mike Malone right now. But who you got, John?
0: OK, I, for, for me, just right where they need to be is, is the Celtics, man. You know, in, early in the season, I said I really did not see Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown and, and Dennis Shooter working. I just think that three same type of players, putting them on the court, putting them on the starting lineup. I just d- 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 don't see it working. I mean, I didn't it, if you look at the standings right now, they, they were they're in 10th place just yesterday. They were like in seventh. So so I mean, mm-hmm. like now it's made a big jump. But uh, but I, I, I definitely don't. Don't see the Didn't see the Celtics working, man. And it hasn't been working. But uh, all right. So so keep that pushing. And then, Jay, I promised the fans we'd talk about some rookies. So, Jay, which rookie has been most impressive to you so far? You've been like, ooh, this guy right here.
1: Yeah, I got two. And then I got I got one honorable mention. So one's what we spoke about earlier. uh, Evan Mobley just playing at a high level, uh, looking so smooth out there looking confident. Um, obviously the physical strengths are going to be something he works on and continues to develop his body, but that's going to come with time. Um, he's 19, 18 years old. Um, that's, that's expected, but he's playing at a high level, just showing his versatility off proving what a lot of scouts um, and obviously the Cleveland Cavaliers organization saw at him. Um, they're feeling nice. The Cavaliers are playing nice. Bernie, uh Bickerstaffs feeling good. Um, uh, but but that's my one. And then two is over here in the six, Scotty Barnes playing great yeah. basketball right now, looking like a steal there at the fourth pick, if you can call a fourth, fourth pick in the draft a steal. Um, <laughs> but but I mean he, he's playing great. Um you have to feel confident and happy if, if you're the Raptors, uh Raptors fans, Raptors organization. Um, he's definitely performing, I think, a higher than a lot of people's expectations, including myself. Um, Just this jumper is looking nice. He's looking solid. He's playing confident. And I think confidence is huge uh, for a rookie to be, have that confidence from your teammates, being in the starting lineup night to night um, and continuing to develop. There's always going to be those hiccups, but that has been two players who have been, Huge for me, and then my honorable mention, Jonathan Kavinka. Shout out him because he was playing in in the Bulls game and showed his flashes too. But obviously hasn't had the opportunities. But I'm liking where I saw from him. So just okay. who I got right now, yeah.
0: Okay, for so I, I I only got one of them. Like I mentioned, that guy Evan Mobley, man, just he's truly impressive out there. You watch a Cavs game, he just affects all areas of the game. You know, he's, he leads all rookies in blocks. He's second in points to Scotty Barnes, second in rebounds to Scotty Barnes. But I think that. I think that in, in in due time, Evan Mobley will, will will pass him up because he just has so many opportunities right there on the on that Cavs team. You know, versus uh, Scotty's got to share a little bit of that with Fred and a little uh, with Pascal. So it's got a little bit of a of a, a, a climbing you know, climbing ladder over OG there. Oh too. Oh G too. OG too. Yeah. yeah they, I can't forget about OG. exactly. Mm-hmm. So so I, I think that Evan Mobley will you know in the long term be able to pass pa, uh, pass up Scotty. But Jay, I have a hot take. I don't even know. You call it hot, call it cold. I don't know what you want to call it, but I mean, it's could be a shot in the dark, Jay. But I'm looking four to five years seeing Evan Mobley as the league MVP. Four to five years seeing Evan Mobley as a league MVP. If he grows into the – if he's just in the organization that's going to blossom him, that's going to not hinder him but help him grow, man, he's got all the attributes. He's got the physical attributes. He's got the game. He's got the game to do it. He's got the body to do it. He needs to be in an organization that's going to allow him to do it. But could be hot. Maybe some people are feeling it, but I'm going to throw it out there. Four to five years, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if I saw him as our league MVP.
1: Yeah, no, <laughs> I don't think that's a that's a bold, like crazy take, because I think he has all the attributes and all the skills uh, to develop into that type of player. So and, and, uh, I'm, I'm with you on that. And I could see that happening. I don't think that's too far fetched or too hot of a take.
0: Okay. All right. For sure. So, for sure. So. All right. Then, so then Jay, we just, just talked about the teams and some rookies. Let's talk about just some of the players, which player has both surprised you and disappointed you the most this off season? Take it as with whichever one you want to go first.
1: Yeah. I'm going to go with who's uh, disappointed me first, unfortunately. Oh, get the bad news yeah. out the way first. get the bad news out of the way first before <laughs> we talk about the good news. You want the, you want the good news or the bad news? I'm going to get you the bad news first. <laughs> And that's, uh, that's same time, man. That's Damien Lillard, man. He, yeah. He's, he's not, per, he, he's disappointed me. Um, cause I always expect him. Um, and I always want those who's better Dame or Steph conversations. And clearly it's been Steph this year, but I think Dame's always right up there. And I think it's obviously he's, he had his uh, abdominal injury, uh, over in the Olympics. And I think that's definitely carried over cause it's clearly not him. Um, it's clearly not himself. Uh, he's not performing to the level that he's been and always, you know, is expected. But I think that he he's going to continue to improve. He's going to get back to that level that we all expected and we all expect from Damian Lillard. So I'm not too worried about it. But right now, I am disappointed at the level he's playing at. Yeah, I'm I'm right there. At? I'm at that. I'm right
0: there with you, Jay, for, for disappointment. I'm right there with Dane. That's who I have. I mean, we the, the last time he scored this low of points was his rookie year. He's shooting a career low, 84% from the free throw line, a career low 26% from the three-point line. When he's a he's a he's a 38 and above a career three-point shooter, man. And he's shooting a career low 38% from the field, man. And I'm just to add to that, like if you're really wa- if like the people who are at home are really watching the games, like go watch the Portland blaze Portland trailblazers last year and go watch him this. Year. It looks like two different dames. Like it doesn't look like he has the fire in him, man, but I mean, great player. You know, I, I don't put it past him that he will figure this out. He, he, he'll, he'll get it gone. But and just like how we mentioned uh, earlier about Trey, I think some of those, you know, foul calls that he was a little bit accustomed to or a little bit of the, the uh, bringing the elbows out a bit or, you know, kicking the leg. I think he's a little bit accustomed to getting some of those calls that he's just, he's just not getting, but, he'll adapt man such a great player like that will adapt but uh, who's your surprise jay surprising player
1: yeah and then just real quick about damien uh one of the things he needs to improve is just moving off the ball i think but i talked about it earlier um with ben simmons potentially coming over but if he can learn to adjust to his game as not always being on ball and creating off there where defenses can load off load up on him and then being able to move better without the ball um, he's going to find a lot more easier shots. Um, and it's funny, too, last year, because he said to, about Steph, is the game's change? like he's not getting those looks he's used to. And now Dame is kind of struggling to get those looks used to. But it's kind of funny how uh, table's a turn, but now nah, Dame's definitely going to pick it up. But players I'm surprised uh, about is that guy over there in Philly, that, that, that point guard, Tyrese Maxey. Uh, let's talk about him, Jay. Over his last three games, he's averaging twenty point twenty nine point three points per game, four rebounds, four assists on fifty eight percent field goal percentage, fifty percent three point percentage, a hundred yeah, that's right, a hundred percent free throw percentage. Wow. And Tyreem Reese Maxi in his second year, Jay, is looking like a very confident player, a player who Philly can rely on. Um, I'm just like I mentioned earlier, is I don't know if he's gonna be that number one point guard or if he can be the leading point guard and facilitating point guard he's looking like more like a two sometimes out there on the floor but if he can learn to just you know take some of those shots away and look to get those other shooters they got over there in philly involved i think he'd be huge but i mean he's playing at a tremendous level in his second year uh looking like a, a veteran out there. And that's what I love to see from a confident young player like Tyrese Maxey. So that's who, who surprised me right now, but who you got?
0: Man, I, I, I like that pick and catches some Sixers game. He's, he's definitely been out there serving as the point guard, man, but I gotta, I gotta go, I gotta move it a little bit and I gotta go over there to South beach, man. Talk about that boy, Tyler hero. You nice, heard the yeah. intro, baby. <laughs> you heard the intro. So uh, I definitely got, I got, gotta give it to him, man. um You know, I, I definitely thought he was going to take a jump. Didn't think he was going to be this big of a jump. Uh, right now, uh, I, at home, he's averaging twenty-one points, twenty points per game, three assists, five uh, five rebounds, sh- shooting. 38% from the three, which is absolutely incredible. And 45% from the field. And then at the road, you know, he's scoring scoring one more point, grabbing one more assist, one more rebound, shooting a lot worse from, from the three-point line, you know, as as expected. Um, and shooting a little bit worse from, from, from the field, man. But I just what I'm liking about Tyler J is that he just looks so much more comfortable out there. Like I remember watching the uh the 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 bubble series and just not not only seeing him be lost a couple of times, but just seeing him just simply not feel comfortable on the court man you know and also not being too not being that big you know one of the biggest problems I had with him is that he needs to he needs to bulk up and he's definitely bulked up this offseason and uh, I mean let's just throw it out there early Jay it's a possible sixth man of the year right there because the way he's hooping he's coming off the bench he says that he's found his he says he's found his role more he's he says that he's glad Eric Sposher told him what he's what he wants from him what he expects from him so now Tyler's just you know, going out there and just being like that microwave, man. Just bring, just cooking for when the when the starters are out. So, just don't be surprised if, if Tyler Heroes at the top of that discussion for the sixth man uh, at the at the end of the year, man. But all right, yeah. and you got anything you want to add to that, Jay?
1: Nah, Tyler Heroes. That's a great pick. Um, nah, he he's he's doing his thing in South Beach. I think yeah, like you said, he's playing with a tremendous amount of confidence, and that's huge for a guy in his third year. Uh, to, to build on, you know, what was a disappointing season for his last year um, and to have, come out with this level of confidence. And like you said, that physical strength is huge for him, too. Being able to, to bump guys, absorb contact and be able to finish or uh, continue with his move or whatever he needs to do. So, yeah, no, it's a great pick. I think uh, Tyler here was on his way up.
0: Absolutely, man.
1: Absolutely. So,
0: Jay... Let's get into the last little topic here. Uh, and that is Jay, how are you feeling? And who is your player of the week? I know last week we if this is why it's so important to follow us on Instagram, right, Jay? It says why, because last week we dropped our new series, and so we we're dropping every week the player of the week and who we got. And last week it was KD that you know that guy. <laughs> so kind of he had a great week uh, last week. But this week, from November eighth to November fourteenth to today, who is your player of the week, Jay?
1: Yeah, last week it was a slim reefer This week, you know I got. It, I got <laughs> Tell me, Jay, who is it? The chef. The chef. James James Harden. Nah. <laughs> you know who he is. Wardell Stephen Curry the second uh, with. 50-piece, 40-piece, 25-piece. And you know he's going back to Charlotte tonight, uh, his hometown. So, so I don't gonna even it know what he's going to do tonight. Who He could have another 50-piece. Who knows? But the chef is playing at such a high level, man. Um, and, and the thing that I always love about, like, Stephen Curry, and not just being uh, a Warriors homer, is, like, the level of fun, you know, he has and unselfishness he he plays with. Um, and any basketball and any NBA fan can see that, John. I know you see that as well. It's just the level of fun and unselfish uh, unselfishness he plays with rubs off on his teammates and creates that sense and that environment of positivity. And I think that's a lot of the reason to do with why the Warriors are so se- successful 12 games into this uh, season, definitely ex- uh, exceeding my expectations. And I know a lot of, Uh, a lot of people's expectation not to get ahead of ourselves obviously they've had an easier schedule coming off an eight game homestand but they are playing at an elite level right now and let's not take anything away from that but Steph easily for me is uh, the player of the week the clutch player of the week so who you got Jay?
0: Absolutely, Jay. I can't. I mean, if I went any other direction, it wouldn't wouldn't be fair, man. He put a 50 piece and a 40 piece in the same week. So it's just extremely impressive. And and Jay, you know, you you talk about his unselfishness rubbing down to 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 the other players. And it's it's what we we always talk about when you know when we talk about LeBron led teams, it's like when the leader is doing something, how are you as a role player not going to do it? You know, as the if the head of the if the head of the snake follows the rest, you know, the, the rest of the snake will follow, man. So I just I ain't got nothing to add to that, Jay. Just absolutely great performance from from, from Steph and definitely looking forward to what to to what he's going to do today. You know, he's got that got the Hornets coming up hometown. You know, that hometown nah. games be a little different.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That home cooking. Is, that home cooking, <laughs> a cooking. Little better.
0: <laughs> <laughs> For real. Huh, Jay. No, All good. Right, yeah. Man. yeah. All right, Jay. So, you know, as we uh, as we get ready to you know, cl- uh, cl- close off here, just real quick, Jay, you know, since we were in that little uh, broken computer hiatus, we couldn't give our opinions and we couldn't talk about, you know, some of our thoughts on that. Jokic and and, and Markeith Morris, I believe it was, yeah, it was Markeith Morris, a uh, little fight, tussle, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Jokic got suspended for a game. Markeith Morris, uh, Markeith Morris got fined 50,000. Just real quick, Jay, you know, what, what are your thoughts? Do you think that it was Jokic that, you know, was the aggressor? Was he only protecting himself or just how you feel about that?
1: Yeah, John, I mean, just, just, yeah, just to talk about that a little bit about that. I think that anytime, you know, you're always used to our, at least in today's NBA, there's always the take fouls, um, you know, especially at the end of the quarters are like to get stop a shot, from getting up in transition. Um, so I think it was a little uh, excessive by Marquise Morris. Um, You know, his follow through and that sort of thing. But I think like if he doesn't do that, Jokic doesn't do that. But if you're going to do that, if you're Marquise Morris, uh, Marquise Morris, excuse me, um, and you're going to give that kind of foul, that hard foul. Don't turn your back, my guy. Don't turn your back, because if you know you're expecting our retaliation, uh, you should just turn around. And I don't think Joe, Jokic had, you know, that's just his initial reaction. That's, you know, heat of the moment. In the heat of the a game. Yeah, yeah heated the game. Like, you're going to retaliate. Um, obviously, that, that was the worst of the worst. You know, a guy turned his back, uh, scary moment. Um, you want to avoid that. You don't never want to see that in our game today uh, in the NBA. Uh, there's no place in the game for that. But if you're going to do that, Marquise Morris, don't turn your back. Expect that um and Jokic, you know he's gonna retaliate and expect to smoke if that's uh, that's all i gotta say expect to smoke if you're gonna do a hard foul like that but how are you feeling about it I,
0: absolutely man i feel like like if anything if Jokic gets suspended then then marquise should also get suspended because like you said Jokic doesn't do what he does if marquise doesn't come and really elbow him in the ribs like i mean like w- what if Jokic broke his ribs like you know what i'm saying like then mm-hmm. what, what are we talking about we'd be you know nuggets fans and NBA fans around, I'd be sick because he's on my he's on my fantasy, right? Yeah. So, so you know, like honestly, like uh, uh I don't think that Jokic would have did what he did. Marquise doesn't do that, man. So I just think that if you're gonna do that, if you're gonna do that, like how you said, at least you know st- stand it straight up, you know, like hit him and and, and stand right there because that. Also was super dangerous uh, for Jokic, you know, mm-hmm. hitting him in the back of that whiplash. But we don't, just like how you said, no, 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 no room for that in our game, man. But um, but just real quick, Jay, only because you know uh, this has to do with the NBA uh, X. All-star, ex-Utah Jazz star, man. Point guard. De'Aaron Williams is set to fight Frank Gore, the ex uh, nine, the X nine. Well, I don't you know I don't watch much football, but I knew when Frank Gore was in the was in the NFL. I know he was on the Niners. Um, so the ex uh Niner Frank Gore. Just real quick, Jay. I know for, for the Hoopers, I'm just hoping we go, man, because I'm tired of football players thinking Hoopers are soft and all of that, man. So I want
1: my boy De'Aaron Williams to get a dub. <laughs> Who you want yeah. to win that one. <laughs> Uh, I mean, shoot, I don't really have a favorite of like who <laughs> I want to win. Obviously, I knew Frank Gore just being from the Bay and like watching football, you know, a little bit, uh, seeing him on the Niners. He was always a beast out there. And then in terms of Darren Williams, I loved watching him when it's on the jazz. I mean, he knocked out out the we believe uh, uh Warriors, so that hurt a little more. So I kind of had a little salty taste uh from that. But no, I always respected Darren Williams' game. Um, and I think maybe I'm leaning a little more to Darren Williams because like I was kind of a fan of him um, growing up. I thought he was cool. Had one of the nastiest Crawford of, overs of, like all time. His his he's one of the best. Like that's his signature move, you know, Darren Williams. But uh, in terms of the fight, I think he's apparently he trains or something. Yeah. Um, shout out our guy Greg who gave us that little back insider information um but I think it's gonna be cool to see those guys out there and seeing you can do a lot more after uh your NBA really? career too so Absolutely. um let's see how it goes I think that it could either be go really good or really bad but, but <laughs> we'll see man I man we it's can, cool we, to see
0: well we we, we definitely gotta see I, I'm interested to see that that uh that reach you know De'Aaron is like 6'3 six, 6'4 six, we're talking about Frank Gore as like Five, nine so that reach might be a, a little uh, favoring De'Aaron, man but anyway that's that's, yep. that's that's neither here or there but jay as we close off here let's just you know give our give our little te- give our little games we got coming up i'm gonna read off some games that we got for on, on the on the monday schedule november 15th just let me know who you got and i'll let you know who i got and after that we can go ahead and wrap it up Is that cool with you Yep, let's do it let's do it jay so dude so One of the first games that we're going to have on Monday, November fifteenth, is the Boston Celtics versus the Cleveland Cavaliers, little rematch of yesterday. Who you got winning that one, Jay?
1: Uh, I got the Celtics coming back. I think it's really always hard to win to back games against the team. Obviously, they make their adjustments. They won by two points anyway uh, at home. And is this game at home or is it in Boston?
0: This game is sorry in in Cleveland
1: or Boston? It's it's in Cleveland. Yeah, I still got Boston there. I think they're gonna regroup, um, come back with a different game plan, and 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 get a, find a way to win.
0: Absolutely, I'm I'm right there with you. I, I always say it's really hard in the NBA to beat a team twice because they're just so self-disciplined, and they're gonna see what they did wrong and make sure to not do that wrong, man. So gotta go, uh, gotta go with the Celtics on that one. Uh, the next game on the schedule would be the Sacramento Kings versus the Detroit Pistons. Who you got on that?
1: I'm going to go with the Pistons in the upset. Uh, I think that they got a huge win last night against the Toronto Raptors. I think they're going to the, that ride that momentum. And I just don't trust Luke Walton as, as a coach. I think he's always making poor adjustments, poor rotation decisions. Um, and I think that Dwayne Casey, I love what he's doing with those young guys. And I think they're going to continue that momentum, Detroit, that is, and pick up with an upset win. If you want to call it that, against the Kings,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, for real, huh? But yeah. but I'm I, I gotta swerve. I gotta go the other way. I just been watching my boy HB Harrison Barnes out there, really hooping these uh these this early season man. So I think that he'll he'll be able to carry them uh to a win. So I got sack on that one. Uh, but the next game that we got we would have on the schedule is the Pelicans, the two win Pelicans versus the scorching hot Washington Wizards. Who you got on that one?
1: I got the Wizards in that. I think (laughs) the depth, um, the level that they're playing at, the confidence, having those quality wins under their belt, knowing that they're knowing who they beat, coming up against the Pelicans, knowing that that's a must win game. Um, You never want to let those ones slide against a weaker opponent that is in the Pelicans. So I got the Wizards. you got? You got absolutely. Absolutely. I got the
0: Wizards. All right, so then, so the next game we got Jay will be the three and ten Orlando Magic versus the struggling Atlanta Hawks. It's gonna be a hard
1: game to watch. Uh, sorry, the Hawks versus the Magic.
0: Yeah, Hawks versus Magic.
1: Man, I got the Hawks. The Hawks, <laughs> the Hawks for sure. I think that the Hawks are gonna be. They know that they got to win some games. They got to put together a string of wins here, um, and I think it's gonna start with the Magic. They're gonna continue. Uh, to fight, continue to to find themselves again, and I think it's the, what better team to do it against than the Magic?
0: Absolutely, that's that. that I, I gotta side with you on that one. I think that the Hawks are gonna take it. They see a Magic, you know, not not the greatest team. They need to get a momentum going. So uh, agreed on that one. Next game we got on the schedule would be the Indiana Pacers versus the New York Knicks. That's gonna be a good game.
1: Yeah, well, we saw that the the Pacers got it done against them the other night. And I think it's going to be the Knicks who know that they've they've, obviously they I want to say they threw away a game in Charlotte. Um, They had they were dominating and came out ready to play against Charlotte at Charlotte. Um, And they've they've had a few bad losses here um, against opponents that they should have beat. That is the Knicks. And I think they know they need to come back out here against the, the Pacers and, and make a statement after losing to them the last time out.
0: Okay. All right. Next, next game would, Oh, I, I gotta say Yeah, I who got, you got. Sorry. You got I got, I got yeah. the Knicks. I got the Knicks okay, as well. Okay. Like we just said, I don't think they're going to lose two games in a row. Um, but yes, uh, the next, next game we got is Jokic and the Denver Nuggets versus Luca and the Mavs. Who you got on that one? That's going to be a good game.
1: Yeah, I got the, I got the, that's going to be a very good game, but man, I got the Nuggets in that. I think I got that the Nuggets too. I can't, uh, I can't go against the MVP, the reigning MVP of the league. Um, I think I, – I just like the way that the the, the Nuggets play. And, and I think they still have more depth than the, the Mavericks. And their secondary pieces versus um, the the Nuggets, I just prefer the Nuggets. Obviously, Chris Haps, Brzingis, I can never rely on him. Um, but on the Nuggets side, they just got – guys and players who know their roles and I think that's more important than having you know a secondary star who you can now really rely on which would be Przingis in this case
0: absolutely Jay I, I, I gotta go with that I gotta side with you and take the nuggets on that one uh probably one of the most underrating excited games then there's a nice game we got coming up is the young and exciting Houston Rockets versus the Memphis Grizzlies that's gonna be a very yeah. fun game to watch who you got on that one brother
1: yeah, I got the Grizzlies in that. It's going to be a great game just to see, you know, Jalen Brown and sorry, Jalen Green, excuse me, and uh, and Ja Morant. And then, you know, Kevin Porter, if he ha- decides to have a good game, a consistent game, that'd be great, too. Uh, and, and shout out and Goon. I think he's a young rising um, star potentially there and in, in the Rockets and a promising big man. But I would like to see Chris Wood pick it up. Um, I think that he's been struggling. Um, and So that's why I really can't rely on the, the Rockets right now. They're finding themselves, and uh, and I just think the Grizzlies are going to be too much in that one.
0: Absolutely. Grizzlies and J- John Moran, man, they're they not playing with nobody this season. Uh, next game we have uh, is the Phoenix Suns versus the Timberwolves. Who are you taking on that one, Jay?
1: Yeah, I think the Timberwolves obviously got a confident – Win against the Lakers, against your Lakers, but I don't think they're going to be continuing that against, you know, the Suns who have been playing great without DeAndre Ayton um, in, in that lineup. And I think if I'm the 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 Suns, I'm kind of being a little happy right now with the not signing maybe potentially DeAndre Ayton to that max, seeing that maybe it's just a plug and play type of uh type of system. Where with Frank Kaminsky, who's been putting in work there for Phoenix, um, stepping in and backing up uh, Deandre Ayton, you know, as their starter right now, um, and they're maybe seeing that it's kind of maybe similar to the Warriors' system back when they had kind of not really star big men, but just you know the Andrew Bogits of the world, the Javale McGee's, uh, most recently Kevon Looney, where you don't need that star big man. Maybe James Wiseman soon, but you can just plug in and. I think the, the Suns are continued are gonna continue to uh to keep it rolling there against, you know.
0: Okay, okay. I I, I gotta swerve, I gotta go the other way, man. The Timberwolves. Carl Anthony Towns has really been a, a, out there hooping, man. And like how you like how you mentioned with the with DeAndre Aiden, you know, not not being in. I don't think that neither Frank Kaminsky or JaVale McGee will be able to hold or, or even be able to contain Captain Katz gonna gonna have a field day on them, man. So I gotta go with the Timberwolves on that. Uh, next game that we got coming up is the Miami Heat versus the Oklahoma City Thunder.
1: Who you got on that one? Heat. Heat. No explanation. Go, heat. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Yeah, but don't count, never count out my thunder, as you know. Never count uh, out my thunder. But funny, it's the heat. It's the heat. The the heat aren't the Lakers, so it's the heat. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. They don't
0: have 17 <laughs> championships. All right. So <laughs> next ne- next team hey, on board. That- Hort- Next game on board is the Toronto Raptors versus the Portland Trail Blazers. Who you got
1: on that one? I got I got the Blazers in that one. Um, you know I I don't know Fred VanVleet's listed, listed as questionable. We'll find out tomorrow. Um, you know he, he's got a strained groin or sore groin right now. Uh, maybe after that celebration I had something to do with it. <laughs> but uh, but I think that no I I think that the the Raptors, you know, are, are going to be struggling if, if he's not able to play. And I think the, the, the Blazers are going to be know that they got to win uh, that they you know, at home, especially, I believe it's at home, right. Against the Blazers. Um, they got to protect home court. And I think they're going to get it done on, on, uh, in Portland.
0: Okay. Okay. I, I I'm, I'm feeling like Portland really, feel, like how you said really knows and understand that they got to get a role going, man. And, who when's better to start than today man i think that they're gonna they're gonna be able to try to pull pull, pull the game out man and, and get it and beat the raptors and then the last game of the night jay is the chicago bulls versus the lakers who you got on that one jay
1: is that in la
0: that is um that is in la yes
1: Cargo I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Bulls in that. I think that uh they they were embarrassed, not embarrassed. They were just, you know, struggled against the Warriors, uh, struggled to get to get the looks that they wanted. Um, at times Zach Levine and, and DeMar looked uninterested. Um I think they're gonna come out with a lot of energy. Um against the Lakers, you know, it's a return revenge game from Lonzo. So we could see a big game from him. Um, And I think, yeah, no, I think, I think the Bulls are going to come out ready to play in that Caruso as well. It's a revenge game for him. So those guys are going to be up for that. I think it's also a number why I want to say the Bulls is because I don't know what kind of Lakers we're going to get. We've seen inconsistent times from them Um, opponents where I thought they should have beat. They, you know, keep it a close game and then opponents where, you know, I thought they were for sure going to lose. Um, and then they they find a way to win. So uh, I'm not really ready to make that decision for the Lakers. But that was a long answer. But I got the Bulls in that one, man. Who you got? You got the go the Lakers. I,
0: I I got the Lakers, but not even because I'm a, a Lakers fan. I just think that without Vooch, they're already struggling on defense. I think A D is gonna have a field day. Uh it's gonna be very it's gonna be very easy for him. I and mean, we see uh against the teams that don't have do- very dominant big men, these crazy dominant big men are able to just take over the game. And I think that you know like how we said at the beginning of the season, if AD's playing then the Lakers are usually the Lakers are usually at their best, man. But all right. So we got we got we got a good amount of games on Monday to, to be watching for, man. And um and for all the fans, you know, you guys I know you guys uh, got, got a lot of a lot of information on this pie. I know this pod was a little bit longer, but we just we wanted to talk to you guys, you know, for some time. We've been had to take some time away because of the whole broken computer situation. But we're back and we're back and we're better than ever, man. Uh, as always, you know, like, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. Don't forget to follow us on our Instagram, our Twitter, uh, our TikTok. It'll all be right here and in the description down below, man. So make sure to make sure to get at us over there. And for you guys listening on 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 uh, any podcast platform, it's at Clutch Talk Pod. So at Clutch Talk Pod, make sure you get at us and follow us, man. And uh, Jay, you got any last words you're going to say here before we sign off?
1: Nah, just same. Watch all this basketball. Enjoy it um and, and yeah no definitely do that comment get in on this free tickets because i mean nice. don't miss out on this it's this a great opportunity i wish i could answer my name but <laughs> obviously it's got to go to a fan so now get in on that um continue rock rocking with us we always continue uh love the support appreciate uh, it and uh yeah man that's all i gotta say it's for sure man all right man well you already know what it is man we out
0: of here y'all Clutch Talk out. Peace.